When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to another World Cup Fracker. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by uh, Babs, Shabs and Elijah this evening. How are you doing, gents? All good. Can't complain, man. It's a, it's a Walid Regrawi world and we're just living in it, man. It's a whose world? <laughs> you know me, man. Habibi Pep. Habibi Pep. Habibi Pep, man. Habibi Pep, you know. What the hell is that about? Oi. <laughs> You, you, you see what he's been cooking up? Zero goals because he did get opposition during the World Cup. Yeah. Into the quarterfinals. Beating Spain. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Yeah. We're not, is that, we're is that what we're calling him? Do we actually know the geezer's real name? or are we just? I just said his name, brother. No, we're lead. We're growing. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough, man. You're so anyway, um, man. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I, can't, I can't know everything. I can't know everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> But if, if I said Ramsdale now, if I said Ramsdale now, you, you'll be all good with that. Good, good British name, man. Good British name. <laughs> uh, before we get into the nitty gritty things, a um, couple things to, to clarify before we go on. Um, live show tickets. We're into like the last 15 tickets. So if you haven't got your tickets for the 10th, uh, we'll be showing uh, both games that day. Obviously, the... <clears throat> the England-France game, which is going to be huge. That game's at 7 o'clock. And also we'll be showing the Morocco-Portugal game. We finally know the other the other quarterfinal for um, that day. Not the game maybe that we were all expecting, but it's the game. It'll be a sick game nonetheless. We'll be, we'll be screening both the games. Live show kicks off at 2 o'clock. Doors open at 2 o'clock. We'll be doing a live show in between the Morocco-Portugal game and the England-France game. And then um, a little little drinky poo afterwards. Um, so, yeah, we got the, we got uh, Belushi's in Camden for the whole uh, day. So, come down. Um, tickets will be available in the link in the description. Uh, but like I said, there's literally like 15 left. So, the time you're listening to it, make sure you click that link and get, uh, get buy-in because I can't guarantee um, there'll be any left by the end of tomorrow when this, when this poll comes out. So, yeah, move fast, people. Move fast. Um... <clears throat> Guys, let's get let's get cracking, man. Let's get cracking. Now, well, since you guys started talking about Habibi Pep, maybe we maybe that's a great place to to start, right? Like um, Morocco, boy. Like I can't lie. Ten minutes into the game, I had this suspicion that took over me, and I even said it in the Touchy Gudas chat. I said Spain are going to struggle today, and I think Morocco will go through. Right? I put I put my neck on the line, and. It was a bit hairy at times, but Morocco, you know, I thought they, I thought they did enough to to get through. They had some chances of their own, and yeah, they rode their luck a little bit. But I thought overall they were good value to get to the to next to the next 
deepest round of the the competition. I thought I thought they were really good, and we obviously saw Portugal just now. But I think they're going to be um, stiff opposition for Portugal. What do you reckon, Shabs? Yeah, but yeah, fair play. You gave the shout early, um, and you weren't alone. Actually, I think there were a few people who were looking, especially at the early early shapings of of the game, and saying, "Yeah, actually, Morocco do look like they could trouble." Um, Spain. It's a combination. Some people were rating Morocco, and a few people were just doubting Spain or expecting Spain to do what they typically do. Um, and I was probably one of those in 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 that camp, really. But I don't think it was lucky at all. I don't think it was lucky by Morocco. I think they were very intentional in the way that they they um, their game plan um, and their, their their structure, and they had a very effective mid block and. Spain couldn't really do a damn thing. Um, they tried. In fact, that's not fair. Spain had some chances, but I think Morocco were definitely a good value for it. Um, and yeah, it was it looked very organised, very systematised, and um, Morocco had some chances too. I've never heard that word before, you know. Yeah, man, it was very, very, very like you you're watching the players. Everyone knew kind of what they needed to do when they needed to step up, when they needed to try and close. <laughs> closed down and they broke with speed and to me Spain looked very shaky every time those those Spanish guys are not comfortable running back towards their own goal so yeah yeah fair man I mean Morocco haven't exactly had an easy route to the um the quarterfinal I mean their group was they probably weren't tired to get out of their group although you know maybe you looked at the group of all Belgium you know they're a bit bit washed up Croatia also a bit washed up um and Canada, but Canada came in as as a bit of a dark horse as well. So you looked at that group and you thought, oh, maybe, maybe not. But they actually topped the group. You know, I don't. I think they only conceded like one goal, and you know they won two games. Um, and 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 obviously get Spain in the in the round of sixteen. Elijah, like, just how impressed have you been um, by Morocco in this tournament? Um, considering where I saw them at Afcon, they weren't as impressive, and I think. Getting this new coach in, and then they've obviously brought ZH back in because he had beef with the new coach. And then I feel like it's fostered a good energy in the camp. And also, it's been good that they got um, a Gerd back from injury as well because they're back. Like like I said on other pods, their their strength is in their defense, and that allows for like ZH and Buffal. Um, to really go and express themselves because they know they have the security behind them. So. I've I've actually been really really impressed, and the only goal I've conceded was our own goal. Um, I caught like the, the the second half and and extra time today, and it was it was back against the wall at time. I think Spain could have almost won in the last minute, but I mean they have done what they needed to do. Spain, um, yeah. I'm not impressed with them. I'm we'll, not we'll, impressed with them. We'll we'll but, we'll, we'll get on to Spain, man. Yeah, we'll get on yeah, to Spain. No. I'm itching to get it into my Enrique's agenda. But, um, yeah, um, nah, but um, Morocco, like the, the group they've got, I mean, I think I said that um, if Spain had it their way, they would have rather faced Croatia than Morocco because it's the way Morocco plays just the absolute antithesis to the way Spain play and it could cause them so much trouble. With Croatia, they like to control the ball and like, play, so it might it will basically just be a battle of the same style, but having to go up against a style that's completely opposite to you is difficult, and it showed today. Um, yeah, 
Do, do, do you know what I love about the World Cup? Yeah, is like you look at Morocco's team, and you a lot of the names are quite recognizable, right? Obviously, we know the, the fullbacks because of like they're like they're world class players and whatnot. But you know, um, Ziyech, Buffal, Amrabat, like these are players we've seen like hoop in the Premier League and stuff, and you know, you know, it hasn't quite worked out for them how you know maybe we thought it would out, especially Buffal and and Ziyech, where Ziyech even. Uh, especially with his time at Chelsea. But th- these guys were hooping today, man. I-, I-, I was enjoying the performance. Babs, obviously, as a Chelsea fan, watching Ziyech play in this uh, in this manner, I was just looking at Sofa score, actually. They gave him a 6.2. That's why you should never trust Sofa score ratings, folks. I thought, I thought Ziyech was very, very good today. But Babs, watching Ziyech today, like, you're you know, thinking, like, oh, well, maybe maybe Potter Pot- could, do, could, do, could do something. All I see right now is the dollar signs flowing, man. Oh, yeah? That's send him back to All Ajax, I see right yeah. now is the dollar signs flowing. That Anthony money. I don't know what we're going to send him to, but boy, he's going to be gone. That's what that matters. And this World Cup is the perfect platform for him to get some prospective buyers. And for me, that is perfect. But yeah, I'm speaking a bit more on Morocco. I've been impressed with them. Um, I think they're actually a team. When you look at their players like man for man, it's a very impressive team because all these players actually play at the top level within Europe. You know, you look at their centre backs in Saïs and Igard. You know, those are the two centre-backs that are like, you know, they've been proving Prem-wise. You know, one of them has just come in big money to West Ham in, um, it, it, I don't know how you pronounce it. Is it Egard, I think? He's just come into the, the mm-hmm. Prem, you know, from West Ham. He's had a couple of injury issues, but he's looking like a solid centre-back. Bonu, you know, again, Sevilla goalkeeper. as a Champions League level keeper. So these guys aren't just some... Is it Bono? Okay, Bono. Yeah. These, these guys aren't, you know, these guys aren't some any scrubs. So they've actually got quality within their team and... When you've got a, you know, a tactically astute coach, you know, like Mr. Walid, hey, man, anything's possible. Anything is possible. You know, you, you look at the way, the way he used El Nezri today, you know, stuck him on Busquets. There was absolutely no progression through that midfield. I know you end mm. up happening was, you know, you had a couple, you had some re, re, um, recycling between the two centre-backs I and mean, then they lob it up to, up, up to the strikers. And you know they're not going to win an aerial duel against those two centre-backs. You know, you yeah. had um, Gabi and Pedri, you know, boy... They couldn't, they couldn't survive there with Amrabat and um, what's his name, Onuahi. You know, th- those guys absolutely put them through it, you know, in terms of the physical battle. And as good as they are technically, when they are going to come against, you know, some of these like physical guys that can hang with them relatively technically, they're going to struggle. And that's what happened today. They weren't really... I, one thing I will say about Spain, I don't think they struggled too much in terms of like when they got into the final third. But I think one of their biggest problems is they just didn't have a striker up top, if that makes sense. So I think if they had a Morata, they may have got a goal, but but they do, they do have a Maratta. They do have a Maratta, which and is if they start in Maratta, like, sorry, right, if they yeah, start Maratta, yeah. I think that they could have like caused a couple more issues. But mm. when you got those three against those against a, a solid defense, I don't think you're going to really really cause any any issues. But yeah, yeah, I mean Morocco were really impressive. They caught Spain offside pretty nicely with the mid block. You know the offside trap seems to do its job. So I think Portugal will probably beat them, but I don't think it could be any easy. I don't think it could be any easy of a game anyway. Yeah, the the actual game itself, like, didn't. It's not much to talk about the game itself. It was a pretty dry affair. I know Spain had a few chances. Morocco had a few chances. Like, that stri- that striker Morocco brought on. Like, I mean, I don't know how many times he was running through. Clear sure that, guy, that, guy, that guy was a sleeper agent, man. He was, <laughs> hey, he was, that, he was sent by the West. He was that sent guy, by the West to infiltrate. What was his name? His name uh, is Sabiri, was it? No, not Sabiri. Uh, Chidira. Chidira. That's it. Yeah. Oi. He. Yeah. He is uh, definitely a Spanish uh, 
infiltrator there, man. Like he was, yeah, he was he was playing against them for sure. Luckily, he was only on. Well, actually, no, he came on for like the whole of extra time, didn't he? Um, but yeah, he he was like, yeah, I guess he can't he can't play again for Rocco. They need to like that. Nah, nah, nah. Next time they're next time they're in a position like that, leave him on the bench, man, because he was. Bro, not, just um, go with, with like a false nine nine or something, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that for guy real. stinks. For real, mm. like um. Let's just talk. Let's just move over to Spain and Elijah because um, I know you've got a lot to say. Um, were you were you at all surprised that um, you know speaking of Morata that he didn't start? Because I look at that front three of Almo, Asensio, Torres, and it's like that. That was part of my reasoning as to why I didn't think Spain would win the game. I look at that. I look at that front three, and I'm like, yeah, it's talented, but it don't strike fear in me. You know, I think I think they're all good players, but they're good players around like elite players. None of them are actually elite themselves. Um, I just think they're good supplementary players. I don't think you can really strike the fear into teams with three good supplementary players. Yeah, I mean, it's weird because even when you look at the way he, the way Enri, Enrique puts it together, he puts Asensio up top where I think that Torres will do better because out of all of them, he's the one who has the most natural striker movement, even though he's not really one. But I mean, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, okay, like, like Spain, like back in the day when they had, elite, where their, even their bench was elite, like they yeah, had. Yeah. They, they had Cozola as the 18th man and stuff like that. Like, when you're when you're able, able to do that and there's players better than him in every position, you can understand why they're able to play with no striker and just dominate and gr- grind out those wins with possession. But, Bludgeon you to death, basically. Yeah, it's like... Like, it's just... It's just... There's not enough talent there to play like that. Like, Gavi... He's 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 just eighteen and like he's he he clearly needs to round out his game. Pedri, I mean, by his eyes, he just looks tired of playing football. I mean, that the way that Barcelona and Spain just put everything on onto him is ridiculous. Busquets, I mean, that that's a ghost of a man. I mean, the fact that they have they have to play Rodri centre back because they can't trust three of their other centre backs to play there. It just it just says something like it's just overkill one like i've I, I never understood it like people were saying oh enrique the way spain play is like so good and stuff like that but at the end of the day especially at international level tactically we, we really intrigued. you don't need to be that tactically um progressive to do something you just need like proper difference makers and then if you can set up your team in a way where whereby you're able to shield shield the back in whatever way you like, be it pressing or holding onto the board, defending deep, then fair enough. But having like Asensio and Torres and almost just it, it just reminds you of like you know what like when Chelsea play with like, used to play with like Havertz and Mount and like, all those man like Pulisic. It just it just seems like all air to me. Like mm-hmm. there, 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 there's no cut, there's no cutting edge. No cutting edge yeah. And yeah, man. I mean, I've. The thing is with me, I've just, I've not, I've never been in, like, they can play good football up until that final third, and then it just gets a bit all yuck to me. So, I mean, I'm just happy Enrique's out, to be honest, because that guy's a bum. Chabs, Chabs, be honest with me. When when Spain won their opening game 7-0, 
Yeah. Mm. What was you thinking about this Spain team? No, I did say it. I did say it though. We Spain, oh, have I Spain caught one? Have I caught one? I was just, I was just, I was just fishing <laughs> there. I didn't, I didn't know I was actually going to get some. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I did say it. We, the, obviously, to to go to a World Cup and uh, and win by that scoreline is impressive. Like you, 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 you can't really talk talk down on them kind of things, especially when other teams expected to win their opening games or whatnot didn't. You know, they need the encouraging and satisfying victory to kick off the, camp, the the World Cup campaign. And that was all good. But we all had to look at the quality of the opposition, you know. And the question was, how are they going to cope and fare in games with tougher opposition? And the Germany game, I don't think they performed well. It wasn't it, to, to me, they didn't look good in that game. Um, Japan, we all know the story there. And I think they were absolutely robbed in that Japan game as the the goal shouldn't have stood but I think it was a case of they went ahead got super comfortable came out in the second half and were almost complacent and that's why they got hit by the in in in, in the manner in which they did and this game they kind of um flattered to deceive as well I think the first half tactically was probably more interesting than than the second half I do like Luis Enrique as a coach I do been quite vocal about um like him but i think the selection was ridiculous and for me starting lorente at right back today he i don't know not. that lorente has started other games at, at at right back but um so far in this world cup i don't know but he started him at right back yeah, today because they, they had um, carbaha on the bench as well it was very weird to me and in the in, in the opening exchanges what you're seeing is buffal Running down, running down that left-hand side, and he absolutely left him, absolutely pammed him in the dust. And was it was, was Lorente chance. the one that Buffal did the shimmy and just like <laughs> left? Yeah, him and there. he just he just yep. thought he was he looked like Bambi Boy. on uh, yeah. uh, uh, Christmas time. He he was all over the gaff. So it, yeah, he, it, he from there, him, and that was early. That was early on in the game. It was pretty peak, and then um, there were there were there were very odd things happening in the. In the game for me, for example, like Pedri um, and Gavi, we know they rotate, but Pedri started left centre mid and Gavi started right. And Pedri was um, kind of moving into the left back. He could, like, they just frustrated him so much. He was kind of moving into the left back um, space to, to, to have to get on the ball. He was very, very deep. Alba was going very high and wide, um, trying to give them width. And then Omar was kind of drifting in. Um, I don't think that um, Olmo or Encio were very effective at all. They couldn't find any space. They kept having to try and go wide to Torres, um, wide right. It would look like a very routine move, a very orthodox um, move for Spain, which, you know, we're used to them being able to play and be a bit more fluid. Um, that stopped working. And then Gavi and Pedri swapped sides probably about halfway through. They swapped sides. Um and then Gavi was, uh, sorry, Pedri was having to come to a right back to receive the ball. And Lorente was going high, almost playing like a 10. And it was, it was, it was so weird to me. And it looks like it was instruction. It looked like it was by design. I couldn't really understand it. I couldn't really get my head around why that was the case. But yeah, Olmo, um, who I do like as well, he, he quite struggled to get involved in play in, in, in the first half. And, 
Asensio, apart from that chance which came over the top, um, which he took on his left foot, blazed it wide, I don't think he'd done anything in the game at all. I don't think he had any real impact in the game. I cannot understand for the life of me why Asensio started. Morata um, should have started. I think Morata would have made a difference. I think we saw the difference made when Morata came on. So, I was going to say that. Yeah. He, he, he did look like he, he gave them a bit of uh, a bit more he, fear up front. He had a few he, chances, he, didn't he? Yeah. He, he, well, he created chances. He, 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 yeah. he, uh, well, he created one chance, um, but his, his presence was a destabiliser. And mm. Morocco definitely uh, looked less defensively secure with Morata on the pitch. Also, they dropped deeper. As well, which to me is like he was more of a um, in behind in behind threat, so they had to kind of respect it and drop a bit bit deeper. They didn't execute the the, the, the mid block to the same extent, but yeah, man, it it was very very bizarre to try and understand and work out what uh, Enrique was doing and how he was trying to win that game. It was, it was odd. It's the, death, it's the death of the false nine shabs, man. We'll bring about the nines. We'll bring about the nines, man. Mm. It doesn't yeah, look man, like they're, they're really banging it the same all way. This, all this free rubbish, man. man. Shit, man, I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. Get so what, 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 so what, what I will say... Hey, Zeus, man. That's a disgrace. A man has an MCL. Yeah, what what I will say very quickly about Morocco is 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 mashallah in Qatar, man. That's That's... that's that's what I'll say because, like, I think Allah's not allowing his team to suffer <laughs> in this tournament. His teams are prospering. What, what so. about Qatar? Mashallah, hey, hey. Inca. There's, there's, there's got there's got to be one sacrifice, my brother. There's got to be one there's sacrifice. One, there's got to be sacrifices, bro. <laughs> they, 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 they will remember Qatar in the wreckage, bro. It's fine. It's calm. It's calm. <laughs> what what is it like? Is it like half of Nigeria like Muslim? Hey, brother, hey. brother, brother, brother. Why, why, why hey, are we talking about hey, Nigeria right now? What's going on here? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just, saying I'm just, <laughs> just to just to repeat the point, you know. Yeah, if they if they got to the World <laughs> Cup, you know, Mashallah would have been working for for Nigeria as well. <laughs> fair, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, let's talk a little bit about the penalty shootout because um, I guess when these games do go to penalties, you kind of always do favour the bigger teams because you just think. You know, you look at Spain's technical quality and you think, well, you know, they should be. It just tends to go that way. You know, the the, the better technical sides, you know, seem to um, uh, get the business done. But then when I'm seeing like Pablo Sarabia, Carlos Soled. Now, I can't say I've ever watched these two. Maybe you've never even watched them two play football before. I, I guess I've seen Sarabia <laughs> play football before, but like Carlos Soler, I can't say I have. But when I was seeing these two, Brother, if uh, I was to ask you, what what team does Carlos Soler play for? Hey, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark and say Valencia. He sounds like a well, Valencia he guy. Did. He did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now he's playing for. Now where's he play for? PSG. PSG. <laughs> Oh, of course he does. He went there in the yeah, summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but he don't actually play for them, does he? Yeah, man, that was some money laundering. Money laundering, yeah. Some money laundering, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, they need all the money they can get, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when I'm seeing these guys like stroll up to take penalties, I, I just thought, yeah, man, they, they ain't got the minerals for it. They ain't got the minerals for it. The whole, the whole weight of the nation on their shoulders. Never, never. And then, obviously, um. 
Ziyech took his penalty, lovely penalty. Hakimi's penalty. Hey, that was that was superb, man. I really That's enjoyed cold, man. That's yeah, cool, I really enjoyed this. He, he, and the fact blew, blew a bit of shisha smoke in Unai Simon's face. Absolutely no way he was getting to that man. Absolutely not. By the time he got up, he was seeing celebrations. <laughs> that ice shisha, you know. <laughs> no, Spain, <laughs> premium shishas that you pay like 50, 50 quid for. <laughs> Spain, Spain were taking some pedestrian penalties, man. I don't understand what was going on. Like nothing about any of Spain's penalties. Busquets was like, laughing on his bro, brother. This is that was. Fam, that, no, that, that was reminding me of, of you know when Joel took that penalty and, and he and he smiled at um, at Rui. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I said this this was for you. You shouldn't get Enrique out of there, man. Nah, I like man. it. I, I, don't, man, I don't mind man. him smiling, but he's got to score it. He didn't. Nah. So got a hold. Man up. said this is for Catalonia. You know that's crazy. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care about Spain. He said this is for Catalan. That's crazy, bro. And, do, do you know what the, was funny the, as well was the the rhetoric before the commentary before about uh, Spain practiced a thousand penalties. Uh, I was just before. about to say that. I was just about to say that. <laughs> the ultimate commentator's curse. The ultimate commentator's they, curse. And they go on to miss. They, they should have practiced. They should have practiced the thousand and three. With a thousand in a row in training, but three in a row in in, in real life. Three in a row in the yeah. yeah. They needed that mate, extra three. Mate, do you know what? It actually makes sense because they look bored to, to, to take take those penalties. Imagine yeah. taking a thousand penalties, bro. Hey man, like nah. That's hell. But, but Bono like, in goal. I can't lie. When I see Bono in goal, he looked he looked like he was taking up the whole of the goal. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, he was doing like this weird kind of Jelly leg stance, and I think they were all just Rob, a bit put yeah, off. Grubbler. Right? Yeah, it's like grubbler shit. Shout out to the old Bruce Grubbler spaghetti. I don't leg. know how big Bono is, but he, he looks like he must be like six five at least. Yeah, he looks six, like a six four, six five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bono, I'm gonna Bruce. fact check that now, but yeah, man, he looks, he looks, he looks, he looks sturdy. He is. He he's hundred and ninety-five centimeters, whatever that is. Six foot five. I swear, I'm. I'm seeing 190. Oh, really? What's your hey, source? It depends what source, brother. Yeah, it depends what source. Yeah, yeah. that's five centimeters. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> hey, it's a big difference depending on who you are. Yeah, that, this is not the pod. <laughs> <laughs> yo, relax. Yo, relax. <laughs> pause. Super pause, bro. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, guys, you guys are just crazy. Like, I don't understand why you're even talking about these things. <laughs> but yeah, Mor- Morocco. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, his name is Yassin Bon Bono. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bono. Yeah, his Bono's his, his nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, Morocco end up progressing to the next round. They have Portugal in the uh, in the quarterfinals. Um, <clears throat> Portugal was obviously the last game today and, you know, um, up against Switzerland today, there's a few things to talk about prior to the game as well, obviously with Ronaldo's admission. Um, but generally speaking, before the game, I thought this is going to be a really, really close game. Um, I saw, you know, Switzerland. So f- we know what, we know what Switzerland's about. You know what I mean? They're, they're a strong team to play against. They win it. They win their physical battles. They don't get bullied. They don't really get overawed like that. You know, I think we even saw against Brazil, you know, Brazil you know, kind of just scraped it over the line in the end against against Switzerland. They weren't particularly great. Um, and Switzerland were well in that game f- throughout. 
Um, and obviously they beat they beat Serbia, they beat Cameroon, they came out of a tough group. Um, so we knew what Switzerland was about, but man, Portugal like work. And 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 what are we saying? What uh, another team that's improved uh, without a certain Mr. CR7? This is the only reason why I'm here. You need to fucking hold that. He needs to fucking hold that. He needs to fucking hold that. He was oh, so vexed. They kept panning to him when, when Portugal scored. Oh, wait, he oh, was each time. Each time. It, it was like a booster. It was like a booster, yeah. bro. Oh, wow. Um, nah, but, um, I mean, I think the thing is, I think Switzerland went free at the back, which I think they've done a couple times in this tournament, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Portugal surprised them a bit with the way they set up as well. It was quite fluid in terms of the position of Felix and Bruno. So it was hard for them to pick up. And because that free, they didn't know who to pick up. And also, but Ruben Vargas is more of a winger as well. So you could tell, like, down that, down, down Switzerland's left hand side, it was like, very open and R- R- Ricardo Rodriguez, who is not a good defender, was having to do a lot of work. So it was just stretching their back line. So um it was just it was it was just a lot of work for Switzerland and it was just open up so much space. But it was weird because up until the first goal, it was actually kind of cagey, it was kind of e- even. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Portugal get into Switzerland's like box that much. But that first goal, Jesus Christ, wow, like do you, do, you, do you know what's funny, Elijah? When I saw the lineup, I was like, "Who the fuck is Gonzalo Ramos?" Now I know my, I'm not I'm not I'm not down with the kids, you know. I don't I don't know who these Carlos Soler's are and all that, you know. I don't know who these geezers are, but I was thinking, "Who the fuck is this?" I thought, do you know who I thought he was? I thought he was the geezer who played up front for Dortmund, um, the Colombian guy. I had to Google oh, him, and I thought, "Wait, he ain't fucking from he ain't from Switzerland, is he?" Oh, fuck so, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought it was, <laughs> honestly. But his name's nah, Adrian, but, by the way, guys. Adrian Ramos. Oh, fuck. I, I have no idea that Colombia even have a strike after Bacca still. <laughs> you know, Adrian, don't you remember Adrian Ramos? He used to play for Dortmund. He played it, he played it a couple of years ago. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was rubbish. He was rubbish. Was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. yeah I, I can't remember, bro. I, can't I, didn't, I didn't really think he was Adrian Ramos. I was just having a bubble. You're, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely liar, mate. <laughs> but, no, um, but it's... It, it's crazy, like that. You know, this this kid's come in. I I, I can't say I, I knew too much about him before. I, I didn't know anything about him going into the game. But I, I just did a quick like sofa score on him. I see he scored like nine goals in eleven games for Benfica. It's like, how the hell do Benfica get hundred million for Nunes and then just pull another one out of the you know out of the the conveyor belt? I, I, he he is. I assume he is from like the academy or something, right? I believe. I think so. they copped him. I thought they copped him, though. Oh, did they I cop can't. him? Okay, right. I, I will fact but, check it. No, is, he's from he's yeah, from Benfica. He's literally from Benfica under nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah no, this fair this ain't no surprise though. Benfica do this, man. Benfica are, are are renowned for doing this, man. They 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 cop their their players from Spain, Argentina, or wherever, or they home go them through their academy, but they they get the bag on their players when it comes to it. So another hundred million coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like maybe um, not hundred mil, but they're gonna get when they're ready to sell him. They'll 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 get money for him. Yeah, because um, the the only reason why I know about him is because I saw um him linked with United in like September. Oh, really? So I, so I checked him out and I, and I didn't 
obviously that Portuguese league, league clacks, but uh, but he was, he was getting rave reviews, and obviously the fact that Benfica are top and like with Nunes they finished third. I was using it. I was thinking, yeah, man, that's a bit of a avenue yeah. for uh, a, a bit of an agenda. But just based on today, because I think that of obviously that, that's the most I've seen of him. I mean, his touch looked good. Um, obviously he hit his ball strike, and based on that first one was just like amazing like i think he could have had another one for in the first half if he went with his right foot rather than his left but yeah, he tried to like yeah. throw, he tried to like just yeah, yeah so he let he, he let run run across his body so i think he might be a bit one-footed but he's, he but he looks left-footed so i, I guess it's understandable to that point mm. but yeah i mean it's just even outside of that his link-up play was good as well and then he can challenge for, for the ball in the air like he was causing problems and his movement looked really good. Like the fact that um it like his movement was the reason why like Susan was leaving spaces open, but he was exploring it really well. So that was really impressive. And the fact that I was able to get a, a hat trick was just like incredible. First start in yeah, that's that's just crazy. Because I think even in the last game when they retrained their whole squad, didn't um he start Horta? Yeah, Horta played yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Like, yeah. if anything, I thought that if Ronaldo get drops, Horta comes in. But the fact they put him in, that's um finally some good international management from Fernando Santos. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the streets are saying already that you know he's better than Nunes. I don't, I don't know about to comment. Hey, hey, hey! Like, like I said, the Benfica are top right now. <laughs> Last season they finished third. I mean. Hey, I think uh, Liverpool fans are getting super, super, uh, super touchy about this one. So, you know, I mean, imagine if he was compared to an Arsenal player now, they'll get you, you'll get touched, touchy yeah. too. So, yeah. <laughs> no, me never, never. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that we'll get onto that Bremer guy later. Yeah. <laughs> Elijah, you're really reaching for starting today, you know. V, V, what? I never knew that. I'm seeing this. I'm taking it in. I'm saying, okay, okay, cuz. I never knew that. He's um, nine nine goals in eleven games, and and for Benfica this season, which is a yeah. I said that earlier, Shabs. Oh yeah, sorry, I missed it. I was probably busy. You took, you um, took my thunder. Yeah, was that. yeah. <laughs> I, was busy I looked at the Champions League record. Uh, I, I didn't include those. I didn't include those numbers in the in the, in the overall I record. Did it I did it evil. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. But yeah, no man. You got you got to admit the unimpressive stats, you know. Yeah, he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. Lewis, what kind of commission are you getting from Benfica over there? Hey, listen, I don't know, man. I'm just going with the winner right now. <laughs> Who knows? I might have an agenda against him next week. <laughs> hey, boy, knowing no, 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 you, I would be surprised. <laughs> but um, just you know, obviously it was a bit of a shock Ronaldo not starting today. Um, but the fact that they've gone on and beat—we're not talking about beating Costa Rica six-one, right? We're we're talking about beating Switzerland, where you know, <clears throat> I think we can all agree we all thought it'd be a, a, a close game, right? Um, and and maybe even could have foreseen Switzerland progressing you know Switzerland have beaten as good a teams as as Portugal um but you know what does this what does this say going forward for Portugal you know d- does the coach remain I don't, I don't, do I call him brave 
Is it brave dropping Ronaldo? You know, yeah. I, I I heard the fans' reaction when Ronaldo came on. They they still love him, right? They they, they, they love him. They, to they, bits they're always going to love him because at the end of the day, when you think about it, and you look at Portuguese like football in history, before him, they'd only gone to I think it was um is it three out of seventeen World Cups or international tournaments, but beforehand, yeah. so Who, he's their like hero. Letter up front, bro. Like <laughs> this this guy's been a a, a revelation a, a revelation for him, man. I think the, the coach should have shown a bit more balls to drop him from time where this guy was on the bench against France trying to coach the team. You know, like <laughs> from, from from time your, your players undermine you, you then you, you gotta show you gotta show a bit of a bit of something and put your foot down. But yeah, I mean when you look at the way they've played with these current um, front three, especially, you can just see they're a lot more like fluid, they're a lot more able to like get across the ground. You know, you saw even with um, Ronaldo's goal today, the offside goal, he needed that extra like five ten yards to like run ahead of play to actually latch onto the through ball and <laughs> for any modern team you you, you you just can't really stand stand with that anymore and i feel like he's gonna need to be to remain with that because um if you look at argentina they played a similar um system to them in terms of that four four two diamond but what they lacked was having those like off the ball runners at the moment they brought in somebody like a julian alvarez they looked a lot more better a lot more fluid and that may that seems to be the, that guy that they've got there with, with ramos so i think if they stick with him you know, Robin and Ronaldo, as sick as it makes me me feel, I can see them going all the way to the final. And they'll say Ronaldo coached them to it, bro. And, and, and knowing how Infantino's, I know how this guy likes to be feeling, you know, <laughs> here, then, everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, he, I would be surprised if this guy tries to cook up an Argentina Portugal final, man. So I'm a bit worried <laughs> for, what, for what may come from that, even, even if Portugal do get to the final, we'll win it. Ronaldo will still get player in the tournament anyway, so <laughs> it's the way it's the way in the world, right? It's the way in the world. But do, do we think though, like going into the next game, do you think that um he will stick with the same team? Or do you think can you see Ronaldo maybe coming back into it? Was this maybe just a change for I guess Ramos? I mean, you have to start Ramos in the next game, right? Yeah, but, that's the time. You but have then, to but then who do you drop? Because Felix was amazing, Bruno mm-hmm. was amazing. Bruno, Bruno, by the way, Elijah. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. Elijah, what do you say? Bruno Gimarash has been amazing. Incredible, incredible, incredible. Yeah, he has to start with the same guys. He, the coach actually can't change that lineup. He can't, you know, he yeah, yeah you, can, I mean, you cannot change that attack. Like Ronaldo's got to hold that. He's got to sit down. And and the thing is, the reason for dropping Ronaldo was, as well coincides with um, the fact that performance-wise, he's not he's not been good. He's not been yeah, good I, at all this tournament. He's and Portugal goal. haven't been great either, really. Like yeah, they haven't. Yeah. I, I think I think one of the main reasons he got dropped was was um his reaction to being subbed rather than to his, his that's his, that's his what I heard. Yeah. That's yeah. what I, I heard. Yeah, I heard it was. But I heard it was both. And it, it's the fact that he's had some bad performances, but the coach definitely didn't like his his reaction. And this is it, man. This is we're starting to see in the in the latter years of Ronaldo. We're we're, we're seeing bad behavior. We're seeing um, a lack of professionalism. We're seeing this isn't what you'd expect from um, from a legend of the game. I'm, I'm I'm looking at him like a man who's really clutching at straws to hold on to Bro, this is what are you, are you, this I'm is what you no, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not surprised. Is, That's the thing. None of this is surprising to me. It's just like, come on, come on, come, come on, bro. Pat, like, 
pattern up. So yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad ego, they're not taking a stand against him. Ego gets to us all. I think. Nah, man. blue lock, man. No, because people are chatting shit saying, oh yeah, he's a legend in the game. He can do whatever he wants based on what he's done. It's like, nah, man, I'm not I'm not on that sympathy, rest on your past laurels thing. Like be good and be, continue to be good now. That's it. And he, he's not as effective. Only as, as good as your last game, eh, Shabs? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> nah, mate, he's got to hold that. Yeah, but um, did you see um he left um the Portugal players to celebrate to, to walk down the t- t- tunnel again. Really? Yeah, he's a na- he, he just he's just a nasty you. He just he's actually just a nasty, mm. nasty. That's not great, nasty. is it? I mean, I haven't actually seen that myself, but I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, I, there's, I'll take your word for it. But there's bare, not, there's, you know. there's actually bare videos for around to her, but I mean, really? that's just what he does. I mean, he's yeah. the thing is, yeah. yeah, he's always done shit like this, but he's just been so good, no one can chat to him. So yeah. it's like, that's and, it. And, and he kind of gets credited to it as like it being a, this is what winners are, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind no. of quality, you know? No, it's not. Like, it's generally mm. not. He, he is just a sport brat. But like, okay, being a sport brat when you're like 23, you're relatively young in football and you're saying, I'm a slave and all that rubbish. Cool, cool, cool. I'll still ho- hold that against you till my dying day. But cool. Doing it now when you're 38, like, grow up, man. Just mm. actually grow up. Like, this is actually disgusting. But that's the type of man, man he is in it. So, mm. yeah, man. Uh, just just obviously just talking broadly about, about Portugal. I mean, this was probably the most impressive performance. I mean, I guess you could say Brazil gets career, but I'm also factoring into, like, strength of opposition as well. Um, I think this may be the most impressive performance of the of the competition so far by any team um you know has this has this performance like made you think that man you know portugal might be you know amongst you know up there with like brazil as being like the front runners for this for this tournament what do, what do you what do you think because they've got they've got the quality they've got quality to do real damage they're already in the quarters you know um and they've got uh i don't want to call morocco the weakest team left in the competition but maybe no. they are um, Croatia, are we Croatia, I guess so. It'd be a toss up between Croatia and Morocco, maybe, maybe even Holland yeah. as well. I, I would trust Morocco. I, I think I'd fancy Morocco against Holland. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've got a favorable tie to get through, is what I would say. Um, you know, what, what do you reckon? Portugal is yeah. as winners. I mean, yeah. it would take a lot for me, but I mean, the thing is with today is that. <laughs> It's well, only surprise. three games left, Elijah. It's yeah. only three games Bro, left. There's only three games left, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but... Crazier things. Yeah, I know, but, like, today was a bit of a surprise in terms of Ronaldo and the way they played, how expressive they were. So, let's see how they cope with teams knowing what they're going into now in terms of, like, that big that big performance. The, the pressure, like, we've seen in this tournament, we've seen in Spain, big performance, and then... The, the next few games they haven't looked as great so let's see how they mm-hmm. combat yeah, that but um yeah because like you, you, you've even seen it with England as well after the Iran game so versus USA so I feel like following it up will be just as hard if not harder 
But um, yeah, I mean, if they do make it through, then it just sets up a crazy semi final between France yeah. or yeah. England. So yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to touch quickly on Switzerland because I thought um, I, I I tried to catch the post game on ITV because I also, you know, <clears throat> I watched a Brazil South Korea game on ITV yesterday and, you know, they were kind of like mocking the way Korea were defending and, you know, making a, uh, you know, just talking about how unorganized they are. And I wanted to see whether they would do the same about Switzerland today because to me it was virtually the same kind of shit to me they were man for man um they were le left so many gaps at the back i just wonder like did you guys manage to catch any of the the analysis after the game on 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 portugal switzerland like did they mention anything about you know how bad switzerland were on defensively because you know if that if if that's career in the same game or you know any other the smaller nation maybe somebody the african nations as well boy we would know what kind of uh scene is being set what are you saying, Lewis the whistleblower? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, I was, I was just interested because I, I did find like the way they were talking about Korea yesterday. I was quite. I know Korea were rubbish. I, I, but, I agree. I agree. Know, yeah. I was just. I, I kind of just expect it to be. You know, you, you do the same thing for everyone, right? Switzerland was shocking today. As good as Portugal yeah, were, Switzerland were fucking awful at the back. Terrible. I couldn't believe. I didn't could have believed what. I was seeing because Switzerland are actually a defensive team, mm -hmm. and I, do you know what? I, I feel like I said that about Iran, and then England pumped them six two, and then I said, and then I said similar about Costa Rica. Then Spain done their thing, and now I, I said about Switzerland. So maybe all I'm gonna say is that England are. Oh, yeah. uh, England that's that's, are, that's, uh, that's, that's nineteen team. goals that you've uh, you've got against your hey. defensive teams there, Elijah. Hey, Elijah, be, be careful what you say next, brother. England are a defensive hey. team in it for, you know. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Disgusting. Disgusting. Let's take a look ahead at these quarterfinal ties anyway. We'll start with Portugal-Morocco since we've just spoken about both of them. It's going to be um, it's going to be uh, another tough task for, for Morocco. They've, Like we've said, we've, they've not had an easy route so far and it, obviously it's not going to get any easier now that they're in the quarterfinals. But... Um, can they stop based on on the, the performances that you've seen today? Can they stop this this Portugal machine as we see it today, or, or is this is this a bridge too far for a Habibi Pep? Go on, Babs. You know what? I think it'll be a good test for, for Morocco, especially as well as Portugal, just because when you look at how Switzerland defended today, it was a, just an easy, it was just a completely easy um, actual like option for Portugal in terms of, like going forward. So. I think if Morocco are able to be as resolute as they've been throughout the tournament, it should be a good test. Um, I do hope they can make the upset, but I'm not going to hold my breath towards it. I think it'll be also interesting to see how like, Portugal um, progressed the ball because I don't think they were as um, dependent on... Um, the, was it? No, William Carvalho as um, Spain mm -hmm. would have been on Busquets, if that makes sense. So I'm not sure what the manager is going to do there in terms of like trying to stop that progression, but... I think it should be interesting because if they are able to like do that, I guess your, your, your main threats would probably be Bernardo Silva. But then even then today, I don't really think his job was really pro progressing the ball. I think that was mainly done by the, by the fullback. So I think it will be a, like an actual battle between those guys there. So if, if it's Dalo, Cancelo and Guerrero versus um, Masrawi and Hakimi, I think that may be where the battle really is, won or lost. That's if Cancelo plays. We didn't even touch on him being... Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's mm. what I said. That's what I said, Dalo or... 
That's just a dollar mm. all because yeah, like th- th- that that was how they progressed the ball today, and that that was like them. Th- those were their main outlets, and in an hour formation like this, where you don't really have any wing threats, they're going to be heavily developed d- dependent on them. So if they are able to like actually like push that back. I think they can do a good job because I think one thing that um, Morocco have, done, have been good with is um, they're kind of like using that like, um, oh, Hakimi, but um, Z is kind of like a wing back. So they kind of like drop into a five, you know, when they're out of position and then they're able to spring, spring an attack with both him and um, both um, Z and Hakimi um, overlapping on him. And if they do, if Portugal do get up ahead and Z has an option or maybe 10 options to <laughs> 10, 10 tries to pass to um, Hakimi, he's going to get him eventually and they may be able to spring a counter attack. So, I think that's gonna be a real key battle we're gonna to have to look out for, and that can yeah. be in my opinion. I think I think one thing I would worry about with Morocco is um, I look at their team, and it's not, it's not just based on today. I, I you know I, I've looked at Morocco, I've watched all, all four of their games in the tournament. I do worry about their um, attacking productivity. I think they have got some mm. nice players, but I do wonder where they're gonna mm. score goals from. And against yeah. Portugal, they they score. They score. Yeah, that, that, that's the worry, yeah. Uh, and yeah. if you can't I, I, score, Michael Owen quote here, if you can't score, you can't win football games. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, um, yeah, like, it's one thing if they're going to have this extreme level of defensive discipline and then catch you on the break. I think they, they're capable there. But in terms of breaking down an organised or structured defence, um I think they'll struggle. And Portugal, for me, poses a different... They've got uh, better athletic qualities, especially in and amongst their defenders than um, than the Spaniards do. So, yeah, again, I don't... I, I think, like, the PMP as well, it'll be a bit more of an even contest, really, in terms of the foot races and, and, and the high-intensity sprints and getting there. So, yeah, I... I I'm curious about how Morocco might be able to break down a Portugal defence. Um, that I think is still very sturdy. I mean, 39-year-old Pepe is is, is 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 something to see. And Ruben Diaz, you know, um, he's that's that's a defender that I've got a lot of time for. I think he's I think he's very solid as a centre back, really. Um, very respectable player in the game. So I can't see how um Morocco are gonna destabilise that or do enough to destabilise that. I can't yeah, lie. Well, I think um, I think um, Ruben Diaz looks a bit like Magic Mike at international <laughs> level. Though. Whoa! Wait, what's, where are we going with this? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what, are we going back to that five centimeters here, or? <laughs> 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 Fine, what, what, hey, I don't know about you, but what, what I saw in Bono do to him, bro? Hey, Bono, what pause, bro? If I speak, they're gonna they're gonna be. No, Diaz is, he strips all the time for Portugal and I don't understand it because he looks very solid for City. He gets to the international level and he, like, he just... Pep tax, what are you saying, Elijah? Pep tax, yeah? Hey, he's pep tax. Yeah. If, if, if El Nezri catches him slipping and, and sliding and, in his own, you know... And no, another boy. taxpayer. Hey, man. No, but the thing is, yeah, he's lucky because El Nezri is one of the worst strikers out right now, man. That guy absolutely stinks, man. The, the, you know the worst thing is, yeah? I tried to watch Sevilla for Martial last season. I saw Enesri up front. I said, yeah, man, yeah, I can't do anything. good. I can't do anything with this, man. Their best striker is Rafa Mera. What a decent return. Yeah. 
Oof. Yeah, he's it, it, like one of them Caesar that you have like a flash in the pan Caesar. Get get, yeah. get cheeky sixteen and thirty five. That's that's the kind of ratio that we're looking at with El Neji, and it? it's like that kind of level. But uh, I'm probably wrong. He probably got like 70, 75 goals in thirty games or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out now. I'm gonna Google it. Um, but uh, yeah, let me um, have a quick look. Uh, yeah, I'm right. Eighteen and thirty eight. Yeah, that was it, 18 to 30. I remember he had a good season. Uh, I think it was like 2021. Yeah, but do, yeah, do, do, do I, I think it was you? about 2021. You just Googled it as yeah. well, Babs, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hey, you got me. You got me. <laughs> no, no, but the, the bad thing is, yeah, he had, yeah, what, he had 18 to 38. He has 27 goals full stop for Sevilla, bro. Yeah, like, oh my crazy. God. That's what I'm saying. Flash in the pan. Flash in the that, pan. He had that one season. And and I bet Bear teams were queued up to sign him as well. Who was thinking of Bear Man? Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember. Uh, so, yeah, all right. That's uh, Morocco-Portugal. Should be a really, really um, good game. Um, we've also got <coughs> Croatia-Brazil. Brazil obviously went through mm. yesterday very, very comfy against, um, uh, against uh, South Korea. Um, Croatia, less so. Um, they had a dodgy penalty shootout win over Japan. Um, you know, that's... All, all that but, football but, development and, and they still didn't get to, to learning how to date penalties. <laughs> <laughs> all that development yeah. and, they didn't, and they still didn't have to take penalties. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't actually see the penalty shootout. Was the J- Japan penalties bad, were they? Well, Do you know what, horrible. Do you know what the thing is, yeah? The placement was good. They just had no power in them. No power. <laughs> Like it was just no power. Like they the were tired, is, man. They were tired. No, but the, the, <laughs> the, the, the worst thing is, yeah, the one they scored, Asano, he he just said, you know what, fuck it, I'm just putting it anywhere. And it and it's the only one that went in, like Yoshida. Like, to be fair, Minamino was just a shit penalty. But Yoshida mm-hmm. and and Mitoma, they placed it well, but it was just no power. So the so mm-hmm. the keeper was able to save it. But it's yeah, easy for I mean, to get to. yeah, yeah, man. But like with um with um Croatia, they just have this thing where they drag you down to their extra time level. They just tie you out and then they just beat you on pens. It's nasty, yeah. man. Yeah. Absolutely nasty. Can we can we see them? You know, posing any real threat to Brazil? I mean, Brazil looked really really good against South Korea, right? But I see oh, Croatia in the type of. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but in the group stages, I wasn't massively moved by them, apart from the by second Brazil? half against them. Um, yeah, I wasn't really, I wasn't massively yeah. moved by them in the group stages, personally. Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think that's fair, man. I think that's fair. I think uh, Switzerland was a very tight game. Um, Serbia. Cameroon, they lost. And yeah. Serbia, Serbia was quite good in the Serbia second was, half. Was, like was, but yeah. Serbia, the second yeah. half, they were, they were a lot more impressive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously, Croatia is probably going to be the toughest task Brazil have, have, have come up against so far. So, you know, how do we see that game going? And, we, and Neymar, we still don't know if he's like 100% fit. Um, that, But that that front line for Brazil, it looked... They, they were cooking it's on peak. something yesterday, boy. No, it's, cooking, peak. Like, it's peak. Mm. It's, it's, it's peak. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not worried about Brazil. Um I think this is their heritage. You know, they turn up to World Cups and um, and more often than not, they do the business. Yes, there are 
the odd anomalies, but more often than not, they do the business. They get to the latter rounds, the latter stages. The quarterfinal for me is not a latter round or latter stage. Um, I don't really think Croatia can match them. I think Brazil got so much firepower. And even if those starting guys don't get the job done, they've got guys that they can bring off the bench that can that can change the game, um, including Martinelli. Do you, do you think they could lose the midfield battle though on on, on the day? Hey, and I need to see. Uh-huh. I don't know about you. I don't know. I because my my thing is I don't know what Croatia's like approach is going to be. Are they going to want to be on the front foot, or are they just going to do the, exactly what Elijah said and just turn into a war of attrition? Fam, yeah. they can't play on the front foot. They're all old. Yeah. They're all like yeah. 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 Kovacic yeah. has been looking a bit spooky in this tournament, though. Boy, yeah, very spooky. Man. They won't be able to play on the front. Elijah's spot on for me. They, they they won't be able to maintain any kind of of of. But do, do you do you think Brazil's midfield is that impressive enough. though? No, and and that's why I'm thinking like if they if they're able to get their foot on the ball, you know. T- but then, yeah, but then again, but... when they when they do get the ball to, when they do get the ball to the attack, I'm not really <laughs> impressed mm, by that front. Don't line, worry, so. it, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't, worry, doesn't, doesn't worry me. So then again, yeah. yeah I d- I don't know. It's it's quite tough for me to like bring up bring a case for Brazil losing this game, just because I'm not really like massively like infused by the Croatian lineup. But yeah, crazy things have happened. I mean, I think what Croatia can do well is if they can get the ball into wide areas where you've got your players like Perisic and they can deliver quality balls into the box. I think Brazil can struggle with that. I, what I've noticed in games so far with Brazil is they will give you a chance. You know, even South Korea, they got pumped. South Korea had a few chances. And and when the game was, you know, I say in the balance, it was never really in the balance. But, you know, there were opportunities (laughs) for Korea in the first half. Um, Cameroon had some opportunities. Switzerland had some opportunities. They will give give you a chance. And um, Croatia got some quality. And, you know... I'm not saying they could. They're going to bounce Brazil out. I, I, I definitely don't think they will. But I can see it being a game that maybe goes into extra time, um, and, then, um, and then I can see Brazil's quality taking over. I feel like the Croatia's fullbacks. If Sosa's not back and they have to play Barisic, but did Sosa go off injured? Did he? No, I think no, he, he didn't start I think off. I think it was ill or something, so was, I, I, I can't remember what it was out with, but he yeah, out of illness. Okay. Yeah, so so he is actually really good for them in terms of, especially offensively as well. He allows Perisic to cut in, and they have a good relationship. So Barisic is just so bad, so so bad. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So and even on the right, Juranovic is not that great. Either, not that great either. So if yeah. if if um Rafinha and Vinicius come to the table, then it's going to be very, very um hard for them. So I, f- I feel like that's the key battle. I feel like if Brazil switch it quickly and get them all 1v1, it's going to be a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough, man. Fair enough. Um, The Burkamp derby, uh, Holland against Argentina. Um, oh, should be interesting. Let's, let's, be... let's just hope Messi's not scared to fly, you know? <laughs> let's hope he can actually show up. To, well, he's already uh, in the country, you fucking twat. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Maybe I have to fly to the stadium, but at least he's, at least he's not too scared. Listen, to, I don't. Uh, to be honest, I don't. I don't really find like taking the mick out of people's phobias funny. I don't. Really find that <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Your head's gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> 
so funny, funny you know he went he went for it hey i, I knew he did a job he went for a traumatic event no but he actually went through something very traumatic and it's mad that people actually remember make make fun of it it's actually crazy fucking bastards <laughs> But no, anyway. on, on, a, on a more serious note, though, I'm actually a bit worried <laughs> for Argentina because the the Dutch front, the Dutch defensive line, I don't really see how they're going to get past that. You know, like as good as um, Julian Alvarez and dynamic, as dynamic as he is, I don't really see how they're going to get past that front line, that back line. Sorry, with that front line, because Messi's not going to be able to do Messi magic from 2014. You know, he's he's 35 now. You know, Di Maria, boy, that he was huffing and puffing against Saudi Arabia, and that was four games ago. So I'm a bit worried about this game for, for them. And with the way that the Dutch did play against the US, if they do make Argentina have to like try and unlock their defense, I'm not sure how they're gonna be able to do that. And I, I can I can actually see the Netherlands go through here. I think do, they're do, go so through. you really think you really think Holland are that solid? Like I looked at the game, I watched the games against Ecuador. <laughs> Um, I don't think that Senegal. I don't think that they've, they've like performed amazingly, right? But three, I just three think of their four games, at, they've looked susceptible yeah. at the back to me, and I feel like they've. I get you. Their I luck. get you. I get you. But you, you then look at Argentina's front line, and who is gonna who is gonna like force the issue? Uh, just, just the best player that's ever lived. I feel. I feel like we're asking for too much from him man, at this point, man. No, like, no, no, so, it, no, we're not. There's only so much messy magic it's fucking, you can. It's only you can Nathan Ake. It's only Nathan Ake see, and, what, and, and, and um, Malassia. You see what he, it is? Malassia. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't even start. He doesn't even start. Oh, oh, all right. Hey, he's just gone. <laughs> the, great, the, great, the great Lionel Messi can't get the better of Denzel Dumfries. Come on, Bass. Hey. Do, do you know hey, what it is? Man. I think that... Timber. <laughs> Argentina's attacking composition is much better with... Um, Alvarez was asking I agree. For, for, Facts. for Alvarez over Laturo. Laturo has had his opportunities. Yeah, in this just tournament. get that Laturo bomb out of here, man. Really stunk up the joint. Smelly. Um, Alvarez, I think. Get that Rodrigo de Paul out of the team as well, man. Yeah, Alvarez, I think, has been impressive when he's um, played, even when he was coming off the bench. He just looked like he had a bit more, definitely a better range of movement and more threatening in behind. So, um, I think it depends, but in order to, for Argentines to give themselves the best chance, they've got to go with him. They have to have an attacking threat, um, a goal threat in addition to um, Messi. And then mm. the other guys need to be on job, need to be on job. Holland haven't looked that impressive. That's all, I mean, they, they haven't looked that impressive. They're, they're, for me, they're, they're quite reliant on De Jong in terms of controlling controlling games. Yeah, they can all play. They're all very technically proficient and technically comfortable. But I think, you know, if there's ways that they can keep um, De Jong out of the game or heavily occupied throughout the match, then I think they have to find different ways to, to, to build, construct an attack. I also think Holland are very pedestrian. Despite their um, good results, despite their victories, they've looked pedestrian to me. And it does look like that 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 Man United football that LVG used to play with them when it was good, it looked it looked really good. You say, yeah, this is slick, quick, one touch movement and football, um, total football. But when it when they weren't getting results or whatnot, it looked stale. It looked very, very, very boring, um, difficult to watch at times, and just yeah. I, I, Let's see. Let's see. It will be interesting. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at both of them. Like they they both got weaknesses. They both got things that can be can be can be got at. 
Yeah, I just don't. I just don't see how Argentina are going to get past them, man. I just don't see it. I don't I really, see how. I really don't see it. I think it's going to be one of the shittest games. I think it's going to be. Yeah. A, yeah. 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 it's definitely going to be a one 0 Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a good game at all. Yeah, it's going to be a stink off, man. Because I know Scaloni is cooking up something nasty with that three at the back. I know he's cooking up something disgusting. And then it's going to be like a... Like, remember the semi-final in 2014? That disgusting nil-nil. It was just awful, awful, awful to watch. Like, And I feel like it's going to be the same. But, I mean, the thing is with... The thing I look at is that in terms of their wing-backs with Netherlands... They have genuine quality there. I don't know who these M- who these NPCs that Argentina call fullback are. Boy, I have yeah, no I idea who, who they are. Like, I just, where, where, who, who are these? You, you know, Mon- yeah. well, you don't know Montiel. You don't know Acuna. Boy, as long as he's not Montiel, that guy is the other geezer. That guy is the other one, Melina. Molina, Molina's all right. Molina's all right, but Montiel, he's he reeks. Okuna, he I absolutely reeks. For, I think he plays for Sevilla so, so because I think I watched yeah. him once. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not Molina plays for Atletico, doesn't he? He, he moved to Atletico Madrid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Molina's fine. The other two. Was that a mm. with a Madrid, isn't it? <sighs> yeah. No wonder. Yeah. Yeah, it's that it's that horrible brand of football. But yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. y- y- you're right, Elijah. I think the last two meetings between these two sides, and like I know it's going back years, 2014, 2006. Both, uh, both, uh, both nil nils. Pretty sure it's both, both nil nils. Double check that again. Uh, yeah, both nil nils. So, yeah. It's 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 looking like one of those games, isn't it? Nil nil. Maybe go to penalties and hopefully Messi scores. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. I need the Netherlands out, man. I need the Netherlands out, man. I, I I also need the Netherlands out, but for maybe for different reasons than than, than you. But uh, last <laughs> last um, last uh, last game last quarterfinal to talk about is is England France. Um, probably the most um, eagerly awaited. <sighs> Mm, I I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Right. I think. I think so. I think it's, 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 think two, it, it's yeah. two quite impressive teams against each other. I would say that is the most, mm. in terms of the tournament so far. I would say you know England and France are in terms of the matchups. I would say these are two of the most impressive teams, right? Um, and I think they've both shown the ability in this tournament so far that you know um, they can really hurt teams. With their with their attacking talent on the pitch, so yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know if it's like evenly set up. Uh, who, who would you guys consider the favourites for this game? Is it is it France? Is it England? Like, it, do you know what? I don't know. Mbappe is that good. I'm, that that's the only reason why I, I say France, Edge, because the way he's looking right now, he's mm, looking like he, he he's literally looking like he. It's looking like if you put him on any of the big nations, he wins them the World Cup right now. Mm. He's moving that insane. Like, I feel like apart from that, apart from that, the managers both have a terrible sickness with the way they play football. Um, Their midfield is a bit of an issue. Um, they have a, they have attacking talent. France less so, but the way the way the way France construct their attack is much better than England's, but. 
England have the better talent. Defensively, I feel like France as well, um, they can be a bit suspect, but so can England. Like it's it's a very evenly matched game. I feel like just the difference that makes me say France is just Mbappe because he yeah. just looks electric. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I, I, I think France have to be considered the favourites though, big and grown. Um I just I just checked the betting odds. They are they are slight favourites. Yeah. They're world champions, you know. Um they they definitely in terms of the firepower and we've seen some of their performances as well. Um, I don't think it's a bad thing though for England. You know, this is what happens when two big teams meet or two of the better teams meet, you know, someone someone has to be the favourite. I don't think that's necessarily a negative for England. I think France being favourite probably suits England as well in terms of it takes a bit of pressure off of them and takes heat off of them. But yeah, I think Elijah's right. The reality is that they are probably... Um, more closely matched, aside from um, the special talent of Mbappe belonging to France. So you kind of you look across the pitch and you say, well, actually, England have been quite sturdy defensively. Um, midfield, there's no one real outstanding um, feature, I don't think, but they've got players who can kind of do a bit of everything, some defensive stability, but also who are decent enough at progressing the ball, decent enough at making their midfield effective, you know, um, um, and Bellingham has been a good example of that for, for, for England. Um, but yeah, I think it depends. I think these managers are probably their own worst enemies and the selection process are probably um, will, will, will tell us a lot about who's going out with intent. If one of them's going out with intent or if both of them are going out with intent to, to, to win the game or, or are they doing bullshit again, overthinking this stuff? But um, but yeah, let's see, man. Let's see. I think it's going to be a closely contested match and a tight game. And uh, yeah, this is what I want from a World Cup, by the way. Agreed. Yeah, no, I, I think and I think with this game, right? I think one thing, one mistake that I, I almost fell into was um trying to focus too much on stopping Mbappe. So I, I was thinking, mm. oh, you got check, you got to go to a five at the back. You've got to play Walker. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you do that, you, you kind of like lose a bit too much in midfield whereby I don't think France in midfield is at a level whereby they're going to be amazing in possession anyway. So I think yeah, at the day, you're going to have to try and impose yourself and, and, and you're going to have to have like someone like Jude running at Arabia because that guy there stinks. And if you've got a, an advantage there... <laughs> he's been good this tournament as well. He's actually been he, good this yeah, tournament. He, he may have been good. I, I don't care, but he's, I know he reeks. <laughs> I I know what I know, and I know who he reeks. And if you have someone like Jude with his ability running at him, that's as big as a threat as, as anybody in that, in that midfield battle. And I feel like if you like drop that number, you go like a, you go with a five at the back. I feel like you you, you lose an advantage because then you then you're just saying yeah they're better than us. We're gonna let them run the game, and from then all sorts of mess can go ahead. But I feel like Southgate needs to stick with the principles that he's gone with so far with the tournament with the, with the four three three. I think he's got, got to decide whether he's going to want to stick with um, Henderson and Rice with the, with that June mid- midfield, which even I'm not the biggest fan of it. I feel like at the end of the day, as a manager, you you got to die on your sword. And if he believes this this is this is the this is what's going to take us to the promised land, I think he has to stick with that and not change the fruit at the back, because then he can actually like play the football that we've been playing so far and hopefully win the game. But yeah, I think as Elijah said, you know, with, with, the, with the kind of player that Mbappe is and the kind of form that he's in at the moment. It's hard to say that England are favourites, but I, I still just firmly believe that we shouldn't go into the game thinking too much about stopping Mbappe. And it should be more about trying to win the game and playing our own brand of football. 
Yeah. Do you know what? It's crazy because both teams, they've both had like a problem of really controlling games. Like they've they both had their, uh, like their first opening game, they pretty much smashed up their opponents. But outside of that, they've had a problem c- c- controlling games. And like, it's going to be weird. It, could it turn into like a b- b- basketball match where they attack, um, we attack? But with their, with their coaches, I don't see that. I feel like it's going to be a very, I feel like it's going to be cagey and it's, got, it's going to be relying on like just the stardust up front to, create something so yeah I'm not I don't think it's going to be a blessing but I feel like it's going to be an interesting game we, we need an early goal that, that's that's what that's that's for sure if we want, <laughs> if we want to say the game we need an early goal hey. otherwise it, it could be another uglier game ah uh, oh, the Sharps and, and, and Southgate man we irritating. You guys say that, but England and France, they must be like two of the highest goal scoring teams in the in the competition so far, man. I get you, but look at the teams they've been scoring goals against. What? Senegal? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah oh, man. Senegal. Yeah, man. And, and even, and even when you look right. at the, the, the quality, you look at the XG, it's not really like England are, you know, blowing teams away with that quality of chances. is. Is mainly mm. just been excellent finishing, if that makes sense. Not not to take away from it because it's still a, a key a skill itself. Yeah, you, you don't sound like a hater at all, Babs. Well, I mean, I've been I've been saying we, so you know, I'm 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 the camp for now. But oh, you're, you're I, English, are you? Hey, t- t- today English, I am. Hey, I may just make a surprise entrance with my Mbappe top. Who knows? <laughs> this week, I'm French. Not even today. This week. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, guys, let's uh, let's call it an, an evening there. We've I think we've covered all uh, all basis with um, today's pod. Thank you for joining me. Again, guys, just a, a little plug for the live show tickets. Remember, the, the link will be in the bio. Uh, it's at Belushi's Camden. We'll be live screening both games on, on the 10th of uh, December. So it'll be, um, what game did I say it was this, the first one? Morocco so, versus Portugal. Morocco v Portugal. And then uh, England, um, obviously England versus France in the evening with a live sh- pod in between. So we'll do the preview for the England-France uh, game and a review of the Morocco-Spain, uh, Morocco-Portugal game as well. So get your tickets. There's literally only like 15 left. So there might even be less now that we've uh, recorded this hour-long pod. So um, make sure you get your hands on those tickets. Don't don't waste time. Don't dull. And I hope to see you all there on uh, Saturday. Guys, uh, Babs, Shabs, Elijah, uh, thank you for joining me and have a good evening. Peace. 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 Podcast Network.